Good evening, welcome to episode 93 of Get Doing Things. My name is Craig Burgess and today I'm talking about negative feedback, actually. That's what this episode is about. The episode is entitled, Don't Deviate Because One Person Doesn't Like You. It's a trap we all fall under sometimes. Sometimes we'll do loads of cool stuff or we'll we'll spend ages working on something cool. We'll get loads of positive feedback about it. Everybody loves it. But then that one person gets in touch with you and they say, I hate it. And the only thing you can think about is the one person that gets in touch with you. It, It consumes your entire mind and everything else that you've done, all the positive work that you've done on whatever it is, goes down the drain. You just suddenly hate everything that you do because the one person gave you negative feedback. And today's episode is all about that and how we deal with it and what we should do in those kind of situations. Now, before I get into the episode, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about my experience of this myself. So I'm a designer. I'm a designer by trade. It's what I spend most of my life doing. So I've got a lot of experience of feedback, of receiving feedback. I can still remember my first ever design job when I presented my first ever piece of design to my current boss. He hated the things that I was doing. He absolutely hated everything that I did. And it made me feel bad. It made me feel bad. It made me feel like he was personally attacking me, that he was saying that I was shit, that he was saying that I'm a worse human being because he was saying that my work was rubbish. He didn't say it like that. He was quite nice about it, to be perfectly honest. He was very diplomatic about it. But the whole root of the thing that he was saying is that the design work that I produced wasn't up to scratch. And I took that personally. I took it very personally. And it made me really sad and it made me really upset. And for a long time, it took me a while to get over negative feedback. And even now, 12 years experience in the design game, when people give me negative feedback, it still hurts because I care. I care that people like the work that I do. And I often think that the work that I do is really good. So I care when somebody thinks that it's bad. I care. I care deeply about that. So I've got lots of personal experience of receiving negative feedback, even though I don't really get it that often. But I've got experience of receiving negative feedback because I'm a designer and it's one of those industries where people love giving you feedback or rather it's necessary for the job that I do. So when I do a piece of design work or we make a new website or any of those kind of things, we actively ask our customers, what do you think? And we we actively request their feedback be it positive or negative. So sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's negative. But it happens in other areas of my life as well. I spoke about a couple of weeks ago about doing Twitter promote mode at the minute and every single one of my tweets has the potential to be promoted. And some of my tweets have been promoted and they've received a little bit of negative feedback and that's never nice. It's never nice to receive negative feedback about your tweets or about anything that you're doing. It's just, yeah, it's just not nice. It's just, you never get over that. And I think you're probably a little bit cold inside if you're capable of seeing negative feedback and not really caring. I think somewhere deep down you do actually care. But today's episode is about not deviating from things because one person doesn't like you or doesn't like the thing that you're doing. So what happens when we receive negative feedback? So I'll give you an example. So I tweeted something recently Um, It got promoted through Twitter promote mode. By the way, I've turned Twitter promote mode off now because I I can't handle it promoting tweets that I don't think should be promoted. So another one of my tweets got promoted that I didn't really think should be promoted. So my tweet went into somebody's timeline. 
they got a little bit pissed off that that tweet went into their timeline and they got a bit pissed off at me because of that and they sent me a negative tweet. I looked at that tweet and I thought, yeah, you're right. You are right in this instance. You're right to be annoyed, but not really annoyed at me personally because it's Twitter that's advertising it. But they didn't know the full story because it was my tweet that was being promoted They'll think that it was me who to, who promoted it, and they'll feel like it's a direct personal attack at them. It wasn't, obviously. I don't get to choose who things get directly advertised to. I don't pick out individuals to advertise things to. But it advertised to a person, and it triggered them somewhat, and they sent me a negative tweet. So I saw that negative tweet, and I wanted to react negatively. It made me sad a little bit that someone had not really got the meaning of the thing that I'd written and not really got the fact that I didn't really control the fact that things were getting promoted outside of my control. So I went from that and it made me a little bit sad and I I sent them a tweet back, a nice tweet back. And I had this happen a few times with Twitter promote mode, which is why I cancelled it. So my default reaction to that situation of receiving negative feedback was to try and fix the situation. I want to, I'm human, I want to be liked by everybody, and no matter what you say, and it's not good to want to be liked by everybody, but I'm human, and there's some kind of deep-seated, subconscious level of our our psyche that makes us want to be liked by everybody. We want to assimilate into the tribe, and the tribe of humans is a huge tribe, there's seven billion of us. And you can't always be everybody's cup of tea, but it doesn't stop you wanting to be everybody's cup of tea. So when I got that tweet and I realised, well, I'm not really that person's cup of tea, that's the reason why they were so angry at my tweet, it made me want to fix it in some way. It made me, for a second, want to apologise, or it made me, for a second, reflect on what I'd said and whether it was correct and whether I should maybe have tempered it down a little bit. But then when I thought a little bit more about it, I thought, I shouldn't be clamouring to fix the situation, and neither should you, no matter what situation you find yourself in. When one person gives you negative feedback on something, your default reaction should not be to fix it. It shouldn't be to fix the thing that's triggered somebody in some way at the disadvantage of everybody else that likes the thing that you do. And I see this a lot. I see this a lot in, in design, and I see this a lot in my design agency. When we're building a website for someone, this is a really good example. When we're building websites for somebody, one of our clients will get negative feedback from one person and then they'll want to implement the feedback into the website despite it only being one person that complained. They might have had thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people use their website, but one sole person recommends something and it needs to be implemented immediately. That's a good sign that they're trying to fix something that doesn't need fixing. They're clamouring to fix an error that isn't an error. It's just one person's foibles. It's one person's weirdness. And that should never try to be fixed. There's no need to pander to individual people. Sure, if multiple people say the same thing, and if hundreds of people say the same thing, or if thousands of people say the same thing then maybe you should start thinking about looking at it and maybe changing it. But if it's just one sole voice in a sea of everybody else who enjoys what you do, don't pay any attention to that individual person and do not clamour to fix the thing for the one person that it bugs. I think it's important to also talk about what it really means when somebody says something negative. 
Because when somebody says something negative to you, it's kind of an attack on you and you usually take it like that. I've trained myself not to take it like that. Particularly in design these days, I don't take people's feedback as negative to me. They're not looking at me and saying that I'm a worse human being. They're just looking at my work and considering that they don't like it. But often, we're not all capable of that same abstraction because we're not designers and we're not got much experience with the world of feedback. So when somebody says something to you and you want to take it personally, don't take it personally because it isn't usually personal to you. It's usually personal to the person that is giving you the advice, especially if it's something more general, like my tweet example. So I sent out a particularly harsh, bullish tweet. It got promoted into somebody's timeline and the person took umbrage with that tweet and it kind of offended them. The reason it offended them is not because my tweet was offensive, it's because they saw some truth inside the thing that I tweeted. So every time somebody gives you negative feedback, there's always another side to this negative feedback and it's usually something because it's a reflection on the person that is giving you the negative feedback. You've usually hit some kind of truth, some kind of truth that they don't want to admit to themselves and that's exactly what happened with me on Twitter. I I hit a really harsh truth that they'd either not realised or they didn't want to admit to themselves. So the whole underlying thing with negative feedback is not usually just negative feedback. You've got to look at it from the other angle. Look at the person that is giving you the negative feedback. Is it a reflection on themselves? And yes, it usually is a reflection on themselves in some way. And because of all that, you shouldn't really listen to it. If you see one person and they give you a bit of negative feedback on something, don't listen to it. Unless it is positive, constructive feedback, and then you can consider it. But even when somebody gives you positive, constructive feedback... It still doesn't need to be implemented. You don't have to always clamour to fix a situation that only one person is having. That's not the way the world works, or at least that's not the way the world should work. And when you start to do things, particularly like blogging or podcasting or writing emails or, you know, any kind of public activity, making videos, when you start to do some kind of public activity like that, there is going to be people out there that don't like what you're doing. There's going to be people out there that don't like what you're doing. The same with Twitter. If you're tweeting regularly and you're saying particularly polarising things or divisive comments, there will be people out there that don't like what you're saying. And that's okay. That means you're not being boring. And that means you're saying truth. Or truth to some people at least. And in that situation, you shouldn't deviate from the path that you are on just because one person doesn't like what you are saying. That was episode 93 and you can find out more information about it at getdoingthings.com forward slash podcast forward slash 93. I'm back tomorrow with another episode just like this one and I hope you join me then. And thank you so much for listening as always and I'll see you soon.